coming up on the podcast. I've never been in a large company. Mm-hmm. Well, until You're now. about to be, bud. <laughs> yeah, about don't to worry. Be, yeah. I really like to grab half an hour of every day and do socializing. Mm-hmm. So I pick a pick a random target at the office who I <laughs> kind of like. Hey, you're my you're my target for today. Tell me about your day. Tell me about your life. How is things? What are you doing? Speak for yourself. I made a flamethrower when I was eight. I mean, that was exactly. For all of you out there who would like to have a chance at work at Bright Star, it's actually pretty simple. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Um, I really, really wanted to do this. And we, I always seem to start these podcasts this way. But I mean, I wouldn't be saying this if, you know, I wouldn't even be doing this if I didn't want to really do it. So what is the idea behind today's show? Well, um, the participants have been with Brightstar for a while. And since the company's been ever expanding and we've been getting a lot of questions about what it's like to work at the company, how do you apply, things of that nature, I figured I'd pull some of the best boys we have and give sort of an idea of what it is like to actually work at this magical company that we're all... uh, Gaining tenure in. So with me, I have Chris and Victor. Say hi, guys. Hello. And hi, let's, guys. Yay. Let's start with um, who you guys are and sort of what your tenure is, tenure is and your place of work. Let's start with Chris. Uh, well, uh, my tenure is... I've actually been here the shortest of the three of us. I just had my three months, 90-day uh, review. So uh, yay for me. I got to keep my job. That's good. Um, <laughs> I work. I work in uh, the well. It, it's sort of the main office, but that's like only because the company's set up there. Because I don't think there is a main office uh, in Aarhus, and we're currently roughly 10, 12 people there. Um, and that's where I most of my days. Some days work from home, obviously, but most days at the, where I'm at. Nice, and Victor. It's been a hot minute since you've been on the show, but uh, <coughs> yeah. oh geez, we'll remember the Meet the Team episode on you. Yeah, so. uh, I, I might be, like, it's, it's still a mystery, but I, I might be the first uh, ever non-founder employee. Well, not technically an employee because I, I, I worked for a long time as a contractor, but yeah, I was part of the original crew. I joined back in 2018, I think August 2018, so that's quite a long while ago mm-hmm. and uh, yeah I've, I've been with the project ever since the start basically worked on the first reveal trailer for it um yeah I'm, I, and i'm still here surprisingly <laughs> so must be doing something right must be doing something <laughs> you're right, doing a exactly. lot right just just for context can you tell the people what you do so I am. I'm. I've worn many hats, all of them in the visual department. I, I I've started out as a like a, just a general, just a modeler, and I created a lot of the content you see in the in the original reveal trailer for Ember Sword. And I've slowly morphed more into someone who makes lists. I guess <laughs> uh, I am the art art producer and uh, the co art director for now just because we don't have uh like we're, we're currently filling that uh position in with someone who is more talented than than me i guess which is good and uh i i'd say talented in a different area sure in a different area like more uh 
traditionally artistically inclined, let's say. I'm I'm more of a like I, the producer role suits me quite well. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to have someone to actually spar with and uh, like exchange ideas. And that'll be amazing once we have a nice art director. And uh, yeah, we we have some awesome candidates. So yeah, so, and you are in Romania, cool. correct? I am in Romania, correct? Yeah. So we are. And so are a bunch of other out. artists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's a very geographically diverse cast today. Um, as for me, I don't think uh, I've I've said this. This it, this is the beginning of somebody taking all these clips and making a like the jankiest makeshift meet the team on me. Uh, but I have been with Ember Sword since let's see, um, I believe it's August twenty twenty. Uh, when there was sort of a uh, a barren landscape in the marketing department, and they pulled me from from the depths of obscurity <laughs> to uh, help with a lot of you know the people facing initiatives, and like Victor, uh, like pretty much everybody, I've worn a lot of hats. I continue to wear a lot of hats, but it's it's been an incredible, incredible learning experience. Um, as of now, yeah, I I mean, I can still make the joke that I am the marketing, uh, since I still tangentially I am the only person that's uh, actively in the department, although I get a lot of help from everywhere else. And thankfully, we are filling a lot of the vacancies within the department I operate in uh, with, I believe, a couple of new people coming in soon. And it's just, it's it's a wonderful time. And We're, we're definitely growing. Oh yeah, <laughs> and also oh, like stepping our, yeah. our our game up, and yeah, probably you you should know best, Chris, because you're yeah. handling. <laughs> oh yeah, don't worry, we're 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 growing. Yeah, the, I mean, we're we're not doing it by rocket speed yet, but we're picking up speed. So I mean, there there is uh, there is definitely room for people, and we're improving how we're getting people on. And uh, as Victor said, we've got some stupid start coming in, and it, it's been. I mean, we, we'll get into that later, but. Mm -hmm. There is a, a, a way of uh, figuring out how the culture is, where someone has been doing a job and been doing it pretty pretty well, right? Mm -hmm. But but then someone comes along who is uh, either more senior or a superstar has some experience, kind of pushes you out of that job, and you need to figure out what am I uh, gonna do now, and how am I gonna do it, and how what role do I fit in? Uh, but that's only because we've got so many really talented people, both in the company and coming in. Mm -hmm. It's really great. That, that's that's a balancing act and a half, I imagine. True. Mm. And it's also like a nice, really nice, um, not excuse, but kind of like to learn from people that are superstars, like you said. Uh, it's, it's a phenomenal yeah. opportunity, I would like say. Like just working with, with some of the like top talent in the industry, mm -hmm. I've kind of like grown in the role, so I don't have any formal training as an art, as an art, art producer. I'm just working with someone who has who has been like an art director at a large studio or working on a, on a large project, like that's a super awesome opportunity to learn. Just get some, some of that experience that I personally lack. Like I've never been in a large company. Mm -hmm. well, until You're now. about to be, bud. <laughs> yeah, don't be, worry. Yeah. We're, we're still a small company, but we won't stay. Don't, don't say that. We're not a small <laughs> company. Well, well, I mean, 
might, we might not be as we might not be a small company in Denmark. Well, we are a small company in Denmark, probably in Romania and perhaps Bulgaria. But we're yeah. In the grand yeah, scheme, with our we, powers grand, combined, we make it a medium-sized <laughs> company. A huge, I, uh, huge company. A huge company. I mean, yeah. yeah. So we're veering towards, you know, talking a lot about people, and this is Chris's area of expertise, so it's as good of a time as mm. any to ask, uh, what are your general impressions of your tenure at Brightstar Studios so far? Uh, well, that's a great question. Uh, it's been really exciting. You know, I, I, I come from a background in a very large organization, uh, the Danish Armed Forces. Mm-hmm. Uh, so where, where everything is, there are schedules, procedure, processes, uh, people have tenures up to, well, the, their entire career. Uh, and then you jump into this rocket ship where everybody is strapping uh, themselves into the seats and we're we're not making it up as we go along, but people are, as Victor said, I, I started doing this, now I'm doing this and I've been training myself. I've been looking at, uh, probably looking at Google videos, listening to podcasts, learning from people and now we got superstars we can learn from. It's completely different. So when I when I came in, it was like, Jesus, this is a mess. How am I ever gonna fix it? And then you figure out, well, yeah, it's a mess, but there's kind of a a method to to the chaos. And then uh, I want to set up rules and procedures and structures because that is what I do. That's what I like, and I like to automate things. I like to make things run smoothly because then we can people can focus on what they do really well. Like I I want to have a system that that does the things that. Uh, Victor has to do, but isn't specialized in, so he can do do those as easy as possible. Like, let's do a 90-day review. I want to give Victor the best guide, the best help, so he doesn't have to think about it, he can just do it, and then he can get on with drawing or helping, uh, setting up uh, the the sprints, whatever. Um, But I have to do it in a way that it doesn't... uh, doesn't create too much of an influence on the way things are going right now, because we've gotten really far and done really great things. So by changing the culture too much and saying, you have to do this, this is the procedure, this is the structure. If I did that from day one, then I've, that wouldn't have gotten us anywhere. So it's, it's a balancing act. It's, it's the word of the podcast, it seems, or the phrase, balancing act. Um, balancing Victor, act, yeah. Yeah, Victor is, is the longest tenured of everybody here. Your, your impressions might be, you know, quite yeah, different I've, from his. Yeah, I've I've been through like the ups and downs, right? Mm-hmm. We were <clears throat> like we are in a in a really good position now, but it's not always been like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, like things have been like Chris mentioned that things were chaotic when when he came on, and that was like just three months ago. So you can imagine, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. three years ago. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. But it's 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 fun, and it, it's really really nice seeing. Like something start from very from something very small and grow into this like this large company with like really professionally high-end professionals and like putting out such such great work and like just being in in this in in the right place at the right time i think with uh this whole pay to earn um mm-hmm. Thing that is, is like all all the rage now, and we've been doing it since 2018 when no one was even talking about it. Oh, yeah. Right. So now, we're, now that it's it's finally mainstream, like we we are in a good position to capitalize on it. It's. Yeah. I, I would like to second that. Yeah. It's just in, insane how 
naturally and well we've grown into what we are now because the the transformative process has been i i've also witnessed a great part of it a, you know a big part of it not great it's been great but i've witnessed a big part of it um and and just it's awesome to me how naturally everything progressed and how easily we adapt to the new systems that are coming into place how intuitive they are and that's thanks to in large part to the people who are actually making them cough chris cough uh but it's just it's it's great to see that we can keep our culture intact like chris mentioned and also add on to it in a way that allows for new new hires to get a get to grips with what's what the company's all about very quickly and very intuitively which is awesome so let's dive a little bit more into the nitty-gritty um the day-to-day -day work of both you guys chris what is what is your day-to-day -day like in terms of like workload manageability of workload your out the hours you keep mm. well um i by the sign i'm an uh, i'm an action economist so i like mm. to uh, do us have people do my work and i just <laughs> uh, go around and talk to people and hear how they feel. No, um, I've got a pretty standard forty-week uh, work week, which uh, I'm I'm kind of I've got I've got two kids and a, and a wife who's got a full-time uh, study as well. So I mean, I have to, I have to go at four o'clock because I need to pick up the kids. Mm -hmm. But I will admit to checking my email, my Slack, my things in the evenings uh, when we're. When we're getting the kids in, and yeah, it's kind of hard not to. Also, because, and that's really hard. You want to do well, and if people wrote you in the middle of the night, it's probably because there's an issue about something. Like I, I know the week before the first and the week after, I will get a ton of pings about pay, mm -hmm. uh, and that's fine. Uh, and I, I, I am very adamant that people get the uh, their paycheck. And they get the correct paycheck and in the correct time because that's a thing that doesn't matter how good you are, how much you love the company. If if you can't afford your living, like food and your your house, then then it, you you won't be able to work. I mean, you need to have your bases covered, your home covered. Then we can work. Um, so my day to day job is I I get I usually get in at eight in the morning. I drink my coffee. I probably have a meeting around nine. Uh, do a bit of work on some of our systems, talk to a few people, have another meeting again, then it's lunch, probably do some some fire fire putting out. Uh, most days we have one or two interviews with new people. Uh, do a bit of uh, keeping up with Confluence, Jira, and all those nice things. And then I really like to grab half an hour of every day and do socializing. So I pick a pick a random target at the office who I kind of like. Hey, you're my you're my target for today. Tell me about your day. Tell me about your life. How is things? What are you doing? Uh, because it's a great way of. I mean, I won't pick anyone who's doing anything really important because that's the mood. But if I can see someone is like me who's like, okay, I've got some space, then it's a great way of getting to know people at the office, getting uh, and and to start like a, the water cooler chat. Yeah, uh, we do it at at lunch, obviously, but but to do it in other times, and you kind of get the sense, okay, this person has five minutes to talk about something, and most of the time it's about the game or game design or games in general, mm -hmm. and I mean it's one of the things I love 
working in games. I've, I've, I've been a gamer uh, since I was a kid. And being able to to go, we've got one of uh, Victor's uh, artists in Aarhus, Lena, who's just doing an amazing job, and and, mm-hmm. and seeing what she's doing on screen, and just standing for two minutes, looking over her shoulder, seeing what she's doing, and that her explaining, well, this is this concept, and we're doing this, and I'm testing this color versus this color, and and she, she's talking to me, and she's doing the drawing in the same time. It's it's mind blowing. How the heck does she uh, do that? <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. It's it's like wow. I'm I'm such I'm such in awe, and it is really great uh, to to be able to do that. And uh, I mean that's one of the things you can only do when people are there. You couldn't do that working from home. There's a lot of good things about working from home, but being able to go over and see your colleagues uh, like that is just uh, yeah, it's really enjoyable. Uh, but generally, yeah, I work from eight till four, and I have a blast of doing it most days. I've also got bad days. I mean, everyone does, but most days, yeah, I come home fulfilled and have had a great day. Do you find it manageable? Yeah, I do. But I'm, uh, I, I've, I've done a lot of time-consuming jobs. I've, I've let myself uh, fall into the trap of, well, I'm super duper needed. I'm the only one who can do this. I am. I mean, it's arrogance on a, on another scale, right? <laughs> Uh, I, I'm the only one who can do this. Yeah, dude, no. There are thousands of companies doing the same issues. You're not the only one. Yeah. Uh, so I, I know that. And I had a had a boss once. I was really stressed. And I had a lot of issues. And he he's looked at me and said, well, Chris, um, if you close your eyes and sit down on the chair and you fall asleep, what happens tomorrow? I was like, I, uh, I don't know. Well, the sun still gets up. People still come in. People still try to do their best. It'll be all right. And that kind of told, gave me the sense that, okay, I'm important and what I do is important, but things will be all right anyway. So I do the things that I need to do. I do I reach my goal, my, reach my deadlines. But if I can, if I can see this is not going to work, I'll tell people, hey, I know I was working on this contract for you. Uh, would it ruin your day if you get it tomorrow instead of tonight? And I'll tell you, most people will appreciate the fact that you're reaching out, mm-hmm. and then you'll you'll be able to go home almost at the time you wanted to. But you need to be able to have that balance. If, if for a lot of the younger people at the company, the, they don't have either the experience or the inclination because they don't have kids to come home to yeah. or they don't have, don't have, they haven't tried being so stressed that they wake up underneath a, a table and don't know why they got there. Oh my God. Wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, I agree. Like you, you can get tunnel vision a lot. If it's, if, if you're laser focused on a, on a problem that that problem fills your whole, like your, your whole horizon, right? And then that's the most important thing, that, thing ever. But if you stop and just take a step back and you realize there's a, a lot of other things around it, and yeah, it's not that bad. Well, that's it's a decent time as any to ask about your day-to-day work, Victor. Yeah, what a, what a nice segue. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so I, uh, like I said, I've done a lot of things. Um, started just hands-on modeling, and uh, that was really cool i sometimes still still do that in the rare occasions when i when i get like an afternoon off uh, with no meetings um or anything i still try to do that and uh 
people unfortunately still wait on, on me to finish some of the assets, mm -hmm. um, which I will soon, <laughs> maybe tomorrow. No, but I, it's uh, it's nice. Like now, I have less hands-on time, but I have uh, like more of a say on the on the global direction that the the art is moving in, and that's actually pretty cool. And yeah, it's also very interesting that there's so many talented artists, and they all like look to me for answers, which is like a major. Uh, I have major imposter syndrome when it, that happens, but then I realize that yeah, that like everyone's just one wants to do their their best, and I'm and I'm here like I've been here the longest. I've been with, with the art style the longest, so I kind of intuitively get it. Um, but that's yeah, it's just such a such an honor to work with so many talented people and there's like even more coming on and every day is like just amazing and in uh in terms of that i i would like like would like to get more hands-on in the future again uh but hopefully like once once we have an art director one can dream um <laughs> and yeah i uh <clears throat> like i'm in a very similar um, position to Chris, I also have I, I have three kids now. Like the youngest one is three months old, so it's hey. still quite quite young. Um, yeah, and congratulations yeah, on that. Thank you, thank you. It's a, he's an awesome baby. Hmm. Um, but it's it's actually weird because like ever since I started to have kids and I know I, I I have to be home at this hour. Mm -hmm. I've actually become more more productive because I realized that that's a non-negotiable deadline, right? I have to go pick up it my, my kids. Yeah. yeah, right. So then it helps me focus. Like before, I might have been more scatterbrained, more I'll I'll just like um, not do this now. I, I can do do it later. I can be in the office until six or seven, uh, and, and that's because I like I really enjoy what I'm what I'm doing. Um, but now I know I have to leave the office at five and go pick up my my daughter from kindergarten. So that's no longer an option, mm -hmm. and that really focuses you and like cuts away all of the fat and just you just have your goal and you want to meet it meet it by the end of the day. And there's a lot of people that depend on you for it, and you have, you have to steer the whole direction um, of, of of art. So it's nice. It's it's really awesome. Like. Just working with all of these talented people is, uh, is amazing, and telling them what to do is, is even better. <laughs> <laughs> do Do you find having this hard deadline of a family to actually sort of improve your approach to working? It's difficult to quantify this question, but I believe oh, you get what I mean. It does it does put things into perspective mm -hmm. as well? Like yeah. uh, like Chris also said, sometimes like you can get a very inflated idea of, <laughs> of what you you have to do and of your your importance mm -hmm. and that but and just having kids and you get home and nothing else matters and that does put things into perspective and and gives you like that you can zoom out at the end of the day and see that okay it's just work right nothing yeah. will happen if i miss my deadline for one day like this is and also like, like this project working on an on an MMO, which is something as a game developer, you're told to never work on an MMO because that's that's like the worst game game you can work on because it they always fail because they're so difficult to make. Yeah. Right. 
Um, but this is su such a long-term project and that like one day doesn't matter. It's all about consistency. And it's exactly. the, that saying that like people op over overestimate what they can get done in a day and, un and underestimate what they can get done in a year with consistent effort. So it's, yeah, it's, we're in it for for the long haul and it, the days are not as important as the processes which is also chris has been mentioning just set, setting up a good process and uh, having that make your life and your day easier that's that's really good because i also had times when i was maybe as i as i said in the beginning i kind of grew into the job and there were a lot of things i thought i knew but i didn't and I made my life so difficult because I thought everything is dependent on, on me and on, on my feedback. And I never once thought that I could systematize things and then I'm not as important, which is amazing. <laughs> right? uh, so yeah, it's, it's been a really nice learning experience and definitely like systems are super important in, in such a large game and, and in managing a, lot, a large team. And growing. I do echo that sentiment because, and that seems to be a thread which runs throughout the whole company, where even the leadership will constantly tell us, "Hey, uh, this is a marathon. You need yep. to focus on yourself first because if you are not sound of mind, you can't really do the work you need to do." Which is, I mean, I I put a massive premium on mental health. Uh, that's why I joke that these podcasts can sometimes turn into group therapy <laughs> sessions. Um, and yeah, I, I also try and leave work at work. Uh, I'm also guilty of checking, uh, our various messaging platforms. Uh, well, it's Slack, it's Slack at this point, uh, after hours, but that's just because we have such good banter. Um, some, some thread will pop up in some of our channels where we just discuss cool things happening in the industry or in our lives that it just warms my heart to get into that and, you know, see how people are doing, show some love. And that I believe is a is a great way to sort of bridge the workday with your personal life. You you get to engage with the people you work with and that you like, but in a way more casual way, which I really, really appreciate about this company. Like we are genuinely trying to do not only the MMO genre right, but people right. And we're succeeding. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think one thing that uh, we haven't mentioned, but is quite important, is that when we spoke about speak about office hours, the three of us are actually in, we're in the same time zone. Or are you one hour ahead of me? One Doesn't hour really matter, but we, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but we, yeah, but we've got people in Australia and in on Hawaii and in California and London, and we've got people all over the place. So even if if my working hours is my eight eight to four, then someone in California. Will probably get up when I get out, so so they'll they'll ping me and say, "Hey, Chris, I've got this great idea. Could we do this?" And it's that enthusiasm. It's really hard not to because I don't get uh, notifications, but I kind of look anyway. And yeah. then you get, "Oh, this is such a good idea. Let's let's set up a meeting. Let's get this rolling. Let's talk to the guys about it. Let's get it up." So it's it, it's more about the enjoyment and the enthusiasm exactly. and the people are working everywhere. If everyone was in the same time zone, I I don't think I'd have as much in the evenings to look at but i don't know that that is a very interesting point yeah i never actually thought about you know ember sword never sleeps yeah ember sword never and the community never sleeps there you go. oh yeah that's <laughs> another thing i yeah. do 
hope that our community managers actually get <laughs> get some sleep. Which is the oh, thing oh they do. I, I, I'm making sure one of them, that's the only, the one at my office, gets sleep. <laughs> Yeah. There, there was this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna out him now. There was this day he, he came in. I came in at the office early, uh, like I usually do, and he was there. And I looked at him and I'm like, dude, have you been sleeping? Like, ah, important community stuff. Uh, must. And I was like, yeah, dude, I know, but you're, you're really. Oh yeah, I know. I should go back. And I, I told him a few times, you need to go home and sleep, boy. And he was, like, I'm not tired. I mean, your face says differently. <laughs> uh, and, and and around noon, when we had our lunch, he looked at me and said, "Yeah, I know what you're meaning now. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna sleep." <laughs> yeah, it's the after okay. lunch dip. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, and and one thing I've been preaching it a lot, and then uh, you, you guys have both read the employee manual, so you know. But yeah. everyone else does. Um, we want people to add value. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, if if someone is tired, sick, has issues at home. Uh, anything really, or you just have a creative slump. I mean, if, if you're staring at your screen for three hours and you just cannot solve a problem coding, uh, draw a line, uh, do a review, uh, make a post on LinkedIn, whatever you're doing, because we've got a lot of people do a lot of things. If you can't get it done because your brain or your body isn't working, go home. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really want people to add value. We don't want people to log hours. We want people to add value. That's very important to us. We, we have definitely integrated that distinction within the culture, segue. So we, we broach the topic sort of ambiguously from various angles, but I, I do want to get into the culture of Brightstar Studios from you guys' perspective, since you work in wildly different departments. Um, so let's let's start with, with Victor. Um, can you give your perspective on the company culture in, in terms of specifically, I'm envisioning here, Team Synergy, uh, how new hire integration works within your sphere and just the general atmosphere, which we kind of covered already. But if you want to add something, please go ahead. Yeah. Well, the art team is like, it, we do have someone from Hawaii. We do have someone like from California and the States. We do have people in Romania and uh, from the Netherlands, like from Denmark, from all over. Like we're 10 people, but we are spread all over the globe. Uh, mm-hmm. So like we are truly a global team uh and it's i like we didn't meet in only a few people like we've we've i've i've met most of the non-us <clears throat> artists and they're they're really fun people uh but even though like we are so far away and 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 like in a in a time zone difference that's as as like opposite as as it gets like with someone from hawaii for example mm-hmm. um like there is still this this uh, this team synergy and the fact that we have our daily stand-ups that helps and before we start and after we finish like we have some some casual banter and that's that's actually the time of day where we can actually get to feel as it like a team not just a bunch of people that have the same interest and we're working off an asset list and that's super important. And I've uh, I, I've kind of fought to keep that in, because of course, like sometimes, like having ten people in a in a conversation, even for fifteen minutes or for like, well, for fifteen minutes, let let's say, is like almost two hours of wasted time, right? Wasted production time. But I think it's it's important that we like have casual chats every now now and then, and and like feel like a team rather than 
just a collection of people and that uh, i i think on the arts the art team it's it's going going great like everyone knows everyone we all know our strengths and weaknesses and we really respect our, our fellow artists and like i'm amazed daily at the the output of the people there and yeah they very often exceed my expectations and i'm i'm a pretty picky guy but yeah like <laughs> working with these people is uh is is amazing and i i i hope we can get to meet everyone this year. I hear oh, it's yeah. happening. We'll see. It's not confirmed. I've been hearing it for a couple of years Ooh, now. But... World exclusive. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> but hopefully, yeah, we can all, all get together and actually, like, it, it will be so surreal to meet people I've been working with for three years and just, like, have a beer, have a chat. Would be will be amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I had a great conversation with a friend of mine uh spoiler alert i've got friends in uh in larger corporations and and we we literally just got a, a new coffee maker in the office uh, uh and he was like well is it that one because that takes time and you're wasting so much production time and he did the calculation oh it's gonna cost you roughly you could actually hire a guy to go buy the coffee at starbucks for that amount of money you're wasting and I looked at him and I said, well, yeah, that might be true at your corporation where everyone works at 100% for all the 10 hours you work every day. Uh, but but that doesn't work in, 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 a, in an environment like ours where people are doing creative stuff. If they take five minutes to make a cup of coffee and speak to their colleagues, that will make them work a lot better for the next hour. And then they'll have another break and we'll do a bit of uh, air squats or we'll uh, go look at what's uh, happening in, uh, in uh, out in the uh, courtyard. I mean, those 10 minutes, as you say, Victor, they're so important for the mental well-being for the rest of the day and, and the production. That, that, that those 15 minutes, I will say those make or break the rest of the day. Yeah, and especially in creative fields, like creativity can be forced and you can't be creative eight hours a day or 10 hours a day. <laughs> no. And it's, it's like... Input does not equal output at all. If you're just stuck in front of your monitor, chained with your mouse in your hand, like you, you won't won't produce anything of value. But if yeah, if if you take the time, just go for for a walk sometimes and just get energized, and then go back and see things differently, and then that you can add more value in an hour than you can in a week even, in, in yep. the right circumstances. So, yeah. I really love the reiteration of that point because it's just it rings so gosh darn true. <laughs> and yeah, like you, you can tell your corporate friend that no one really works all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 we, 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 yeah. Spoiler. You know, oh, we've got got those uh, discussions pretty often because he'll he'll be doing a spreadsheet and pulling things up. Ah, like, oh, you, you make this amount every hour and you produce this, so you'd be able to make the money. This and that. dude, I don't sell anything. Mm-hmm. I create value by making people do better. So no, you can't calculate that way. I, mean, I can do this. I can I can create an algorithm. Yeah, okay, <laughs> sure, do it. What's the algorithm for me, my brain not working because I've got COVID? Well, then you're a zero. Well, I'm actually doing stuff, so I'm not a zero. Okay, then you're a half or a one. I mean, it's so stupid. Just uh, you, no one works. It's all our that way. Our- arbitrary anyway yeah exactly values and everything yeah it's a like just this is the the reality of the the work we're we're doing like we're not assembly line workers and no does not equal output 
Exactly, exactly. And I mean, it goes for pretty much every area in the company. Like programmers, they might not be artists per se, but they're still creative. They have to be creative with their minds about how, how they solve a problem. It, you can't just pick up a book and then there will be, oh, this is how you create an MMORPG. And then there's a, a recipe to follow. Like These guys really have to use their brains sometimes. It's probably even more the case for programmers than artists. Like a good programmer can add a lot of value. I mean, I would not put it. Uh, I mean, there's no way of, of comparing course, you these can't two. Compare apples to oranges, but no. I mean, no. it's not even apples to oranges. It's apples to nails. <laughs> I mean, exactly. I mean, I I like both, but I, I need them for different things. Uh, yeah. But they're oh. yeah. I just really want us to make an apples to nails t-shirt in some capacity. <laughs> That'd be so cool. We'll, we'll have it done. We'll have whiskers eating an apple, trying trying to uh, clear it out with a nail or something. We'll, we'll make it happen. I mean, someone in the community will do this drawing. <laughs> At some point, it's going to happen. Someone will. I mean, we. I mean, didn't you? I, I heard something about, Victor, you had a, a, some fan art where one of them was so good that you thought it was made by one of the artists. Or something that actually happened. I'm not sure if you're referring to this specific accident, but like today, someone yeah, yeah, yeah. showed some something from the community and said, "Ah, let's hire them." Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> like exactly. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like really, really. Yeah, there are some really good people out there doing some really. So, so to all of you listening, keep up the good work. And and if you're doing really well, who knows? Victor might reach out to you. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of new hire integration, can you go in a bit into how that works in the art team? First of all, like we are all trying to make people feel as welcome as possible because then they can, like, they can be themselves and they can take more risks. The worst thing that that can happen is is someone coming into the art team and then like being intimidated and like being afraid of taking risks because then that's pretty visible that they're they're playing it safe and they're like not squeezing as much. A creativity out of them as as they can, and that's probably the worst thing that can happen. But that's not the case. Like people are relaxed. We we have a very laid back and friendly atmosphere, and now stand ups as well. And it does take people a while to get used to the art style, but that's because it's it's different from what they are used to in terms of workflows from other games. Mm-hmm. Because we have this um, like we are like we want to have an experience where someone can be sent a link by a, by a by a friend and just click on the link and be in the game in 5 seconds be on a raid with him or something that that means we have to work very conservatively with uh, with assets with resources and get the most out of the least we can and that imposes some really really nice creative constraints that forces people to flex their creative muscles and mm-hmm. it does take a while to get used to it but people really enjoy it once they, they get the hang of it sounds like it's a very it's a buttery smooth process uh, it, it is it is i would say so yeah i, I mean it, it's a process first of all like mm-hmm. like everything but like once people get get the hang of it yeah and we we have a really good synergy with uh, in in the team and it's it's nice, yeah. Hell yes. Well, let's let's go to the man who 
made most of this possible, Chris. You're taking well, company well, no, coaching. No, no, no. I, I, I just really, I, I am so happy that, that Victor said that people are supposed to make mistakes mm-hmm. and and let their creative creativity flow and take risks. That is so important because, especially for creative, but but for anyone really, if you try and play it safe, it shows. I mean. You'll, you'll probably get the work done, but it takes longer and it won't be as good. And you as a person won't be as fulfilled. And that's why we really want to create a, a safe environment where it's allowed to make mistakes, even encouraged. Because that meant you tried something, you tried something new. And sometimes you succeed. Yay, that's pretty fucking cool. Uh, sorry, my language. And, and other times you, 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 you fall flat on your face. And you know what? We'll help you get up. I mean, I mean, yeah, okay, if you do the same thing and fail the same thing 10 times in a row, perhaps we'll have a bit of a talk. I mean, well, how can we help you get on with this? But but if you do it once or twice, no worries. I mean, that's uh, we're more interested in seeing you fail and try new stuff and getting the creativity and the, 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 the fun because that, that really shows in the work. Uh, it also makes people actually want to do more stuff instead of just... I mean, I'll go to work any day because I've got I've got discipline of almost twenty years in the army because I I'll go anywhere no matter what range of sunshine. But we don't want that. We want people to come because they're happy and motivated, mm-hmm. uh, not because they have to. Um, yeah. Okay. So anyway, they're having fun. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really does. Yeah. It really does show. And and when you're remember when you were a kid and you were walking on the uh, top of a building, not a tall building, but you know, top of a building. It's kind of scary. You're walking that ledge and you're taking a risk. And it's fun. Speak for yourself. I made a flamethrower when I was eight. I mean, that was exactly. You took a risk. You did something incredibly <laughs> stupid, but you had fun. And it worked out. You didn't get uh, third degree burns. I mean, yeah. And yeah, I know. To every mom out there, yeah, I know it can go wrong. Yes. And I'm not encouraging people to make flamethrowers or jump off buildings. That's not <laughs> what I'm doing. I'm telling people to, to take more risks yeah. and be more, have more fun. Uh, yeah. Getting back on track. Um, for all of you out there who would like to have a chance at work at Bright Star, it's actually pretty simple. You can find us at different uh, career sites or at our website, and there is links to all the positions we've got. Mm-hmm. You, you can uh, the, the process is you either just write an email, <laughs> just uh, like unsolicited, like "Hey, my name is." Uh, my, my name is Chris. I would I do this and this, and I'd really like to work for you. And then we'll look at it. Or you apply for one of the positions, and then you go into our system, and we'll have a look at you. Uh, we're currently three guys working it. We've got an awesome recruiter. Mm-hmm. We've got a really good helper, and then I'm there as well. And then normally we do a screening call where we look at candidates. And I mean, yeah, if if you apl- if if I applied for an art job. I would probably be rejected just because I had no art folio mm-hmm. and I've got no prior experience. But if you've got something that fits the general description, sure, we'll have a look at it and we'll probably take a screening call. And that screening call, the, the primary function is to figure out uh, would you be a reasonable fit and does it make sense to grab an hour out of Victor's time where he could be helping or producing or, or I mean, doing something uh, uh, and have a talk with this person? figure out is can you fit in the art style or can you code like we need you or can you do project management whatever we need right and that will be the second interview and depending on how many candidates there there will be a third perhaps and you, even if you're really high up in the chain you might have a, a, a 
a prof- uh, uh, personality profile. But I mean, that's not a lot of us. I didn't have one. You guys probably didn't either. So you, you need to be up to change to it. Um, and and then when you get hired, we have a full process of who the who gets uh, the equipment. Uh, the, the posts, uh, the setting up the systems, all these nice things, getting them those in. And I mean, I've done it a few times with Victor. I've done it a few times with a lot of other people. Uh, so we, we get up, we, we should, all right, so Svetlin, you're the one who says, you pick him up at the gates on Monday morning at 10 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. So we make sure that there's someone to grab people. Even if they've worked from home, we still want people to feel like they're a part of the crew and part of the ship. Um, so from day one, we just want people to, to feel included, and that is that is in everything like standard meetings, social events, uh, making sure that they're in all the systems, all the processes, uh, and yay, they get all the meetings as well because we've got those. Uh, but but making sure that all that so you feel that you were wanted, you were needed when you arrive at the company. We were waiting for you to come help us solve this problem. And we want to have that whenever for everyone. That is perfect. Yep. I could not have asked you to give a better pitch on what it, the process is like than that. That's masterful. That's actually what I wanted to end on. So this is perfect. It's it's a You're perfect welcome. landing of the plane. You keep <laughs> too much of a natural with this man. God damn it. Okay. Uh, so that was the show. <laughs> um, I really appreciate you guys coming on. And giving your perspectives on what it was like (laughs) to work. I will be taking you up on this. I keep threatening you with a good time and it just keeps happening. (laughs) There it is. There it is. (laughs) But yeah, this this was, this is awesome. It's always awesome talking to you guys and just getting these perspectives so that, you know, people who are interested or just, you know, hey, people who are already here can really get into the mindset of what it is like to work at Brightstar Studios. And I believe we succeeded in presenting a decent picture of what that is like. So, thank you guys for participating. Yep. Thank you, wonderful listeners. My for pleasure. Listening. <laughs> Have I'm... a great day, everyone. Yeah. Remember to uh, yeah, stay hydrated and stay awesome. <laughs> <Woo>! right. <laughs> They're going to be spamming your risk hydration emojis in chat. They should <laughs> Poor be. guy. Should be. The bullying All goes right. through. That was the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And we're going to catch you next time. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Hey you, you made it to the end! Congratulations! That must mean you like us enough to want more, right? Well, good news! We're all over the internet! Go to embersword.com and subscribe to our newsletter for a chance to play the game early, as well as the latest interesting tidbits on the game and the team. Join our lovely Discord community over at discord.gg embersword. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at PlayEmbersword for regular updates on what we're up to. And remember the basics. Drink water, be kind to each other, and spread the word about Ember Sword.